0: to that one time we read manga podcast where we four friends decided to start reading manga together coming here and talking about it my name is tim and fun fact about me today i want to open a seafaring restaurant for funsies
1: my name is duncan and my fun fact for the today is that i'm going to be the bartender on that seafaring restaurant
0: if you can pass the interview
2: you gotta pass the interview Alright, hey everybody, my name is John, and my fun fact is my dogs get seasick on boats.
0: Gross.
3: (laughs) My name's Nate, and my fun fact is if pufferfish is ever served on that, I will never eat it.
0: (laughs) Uh, Bad news, we only serve pufferfish. And you, you get, get pufferfish or water. Those are your only options. <laughs> That's a real risk. And we're out business. of water. <laughs> That's a risky oh, business model. God. I know it, it's going to pay off. Um, high hopefully. risk, high reward. High risk, high reward. I'll make everyone sign an insurance form or <laughs> sign a fake will that gives everything to me when they die. Yeah. Because I don't know anyone who can prepare pufferfish. <laughs> you're, you're Japanese. The restaurant's
3: going to be last will and testament. Is what it's called. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness gracious well if you haven't told if you can't tell from that we read chapters 42 to 68 which in one piece which covers a seafaring restaurant called the Barati uh, restaurant and I just I love the idea of a seafaring restaurant because it's such a genius idea of like what is one thing everybody needs when they're out at sea food water, <laughs> fresh food oh uh. I mean, I'm sure they have water at the restaurant too, but like, food is the main point, um, especially because of the backstory of the guy who opened it. It's so fucking cool. Um, so yeah, we we read through. We're continuing our trudge through One Piece, and it's going, I think, pretty well. Gentlemen, what did we think about um, this little arc? We met a new crew member. We got we lost a crew member. Um, we got introduced to a lot more of the world of One Piece that Oda is setting up. Uh, I yeah, just so want to say, it feels
1: a lot less of a trudge than some of the other things that we've read. I have quite been enjoying One Piece.
0: I, I say trudge is just a like we're getting through it. You know what I mean? Not like we're forcing our way through it, but we're you know we're slowly but surely
1: getting there. Mm, yes, not like other mangas which will remain nameless. Yeah.
0: That shall not be named in this episode, as do not besmirch the good name of
1: One Piece. Precisely. Um,
0: yeah. So give me some, give me some, uh, give me some first impressions, guys. Like I said, a lot happened in this arc.
1: <laughs> well, John and I were right. We got a cook.
0: Um,
2: yeah. yeah, we did get a
1: cook.
3: Um, no, story, we, we definitely. A nuclear physicist. Oh come on, we definitely got a nuclear physicist. No, I like Sanji. <laughs> we're
2: getting there. We're getting there. Yeah, Sanji
0: is, is so fucking...
2: Yeah, Sanji's a lot of fun. Uh, I had a lot of fun with this arc, and I, I feel like I'm going to end up being a broken record because, you know, Tim, you've been recommending this for so long, and there's probably a good reason why. Um, so I want to intentionally try and find bad things about the arcs, but uh, for the most part, I didn't really have anything bad on this one. Like it, it Like, the action was entertaining, never got old. Um, and I mean, uh, shit, like they're like the levels of seriousness just kind of keep on going up, which is expected with the Shonen, but, uh, I mean, there was some emotional grippy feel times and then there was some, uh, Ooh, just really grippy. cool, I, I think grippy, you know, kind of like grips at you and then you you feel things in your feeling box, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. It, my no-no
0: square. <laughs> yeah, in the no-no square, which we we don't square. explore. The we don't touch. It. Yeah, now but I'm going near it. I had a great time with it though. Oh, that's good. Yeah, no, I I definitely remember saying to you guys after we were talking about buggy that you know the stakes are just going to keep getting higher as uh, the villains get more powerful. Stakes? Um, <laughs> ha! Yes, they don't uh, have stakes at the seafaring restaurant. I was just say it's mostly seafood. If you're like, come on. <laughs> Where you gonna get a cow, sea cow? But all oh, the same. sea cow. Back to business models, though. Like
2: that's a great idea when you think about it. It really you're, is. You're you're bringing in, you're you're importing a minimal amount of supplies because you literally live in. It's like, it's like working on a limitless farm, having a restaurant on a limitless farm, and you don't have to raise the
0: shit. You don't have to raise the cows. We didn't we didn't really see it, but I'm pretty sure they have like trade set up with with people of like whatever islands they're near. Like I'm sure they go ashore, pick up like spices and stuff and and supplies, and then come back and but they just catch fish all day. Uh, I'm sure you have to yeah. have hush puppies. You have to
2: have uh you have to have what what's yep. that restaurant called with the biscuits? The red uh, lobster. Red lobster. Yeah. yeah. You got You got to have red lobster Cheddar biscuits. Bay biscuits. You got to have a
0: salad. Yeah.
1: yeah, I changed my uh, fun fact from earlier. I used to work at Red Lobster.
0: <laughs> I remember when you did that. Bad times. You did that, yeah. Bad times. Um, you were in the trenches. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was funny. Um, so, <laughs> real quick, I, I didn't mean to like talk over anyone, but like Nate Duncan, what were some what were some first impressions from you guys
1: going into this? I had a hard time following those uh, those two Bounty Hunters that they picked up. Those That was probably my least favorite part of uh, this arc, was that they just kind of felt inserted without any real purpose.
0: Yeah, they were given, I think, a little bit more, I'm going to call it screen time, but page time.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, otherwise, you know, great. I loved all the action, like John said. Uh, the the art, art is still beautiful. Um, all the characters still have importance of some sort but there was a wasn't a whole lot of uh who who was it we lost nami and uh usopp at one point and they were just gone for like 20 chapters they didn't even make a single appearance
0: well and we know why nami didn't but usopp was supposedly dealing with that you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like there's i will say oda definitely uh does a really nice job of like these characters aren't needed, so they're off doing their own thing. Like there, something's happening that we're not seeing that the other characters are dealing with, and it's eventually explored, or it's if it's not explored in depth, it's a one-off. It's it's like a throwaway line of just like, oh yeah, we were doing this. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, I, I
1: like happens. that it's explained. It's not just kind of empty space for the reader to interpret because that wouldn't make a whole lot of sense.
3: I actually have written in my notes, "God damn it, Nami." Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Everyone's everyone's <laughs> least
0: favorite character, Nami. Proves herself to be everyone's least favorite character. Everyone's? Uh, everyone's. Except especially, John. Except <laughs> John.
1: That's what I was thinking.
0: Your woman betrayed us. Um, if we were a pirate crew, we would keelhaul you for her betrayal. If I know a thing or two about manga, she'll be back. I mean, yeah, they have to get their ship back. So we're definitely going to see her again, but I mean... Is it going to be on good terms? Who knows? Uh, Gotta get the Mary back. Yes, it will. Yeah, gotta get the Mary back. Gotta get the Mary back. Love the Mary. So,
3: Mary's... My big takeaway that I I have here is... um, I I think they're doing a... He's doing a great job of showing that Luffy's tenacity is extremely contagious. Like, whenever he was mid-fight, and then he would do something that, like everyone would get really hyped about i even found myself reading and going yeah like (laughs) it's it's fantastic (laughs) yeah yeah. it's it was like you know it was like when you watch dragon ball or something and you're just cheering um but yeah it's it's definitely contagious and i and i enjoy it
0: yeah you find yourself um getting just like you know, you're getting, there's your hook. You know, you, you want your main characters to, to succeed, and when they do, you're like, yes, yes! It's it's, it's an elevating th- uh, feeling. And I think that's what makes One Piece so good, is just, like, these characters, while maybe not 100% relatable, you definitely are on their side, no matter what. You're at least on Luffy's side, no matter what. Yeah. At least I find myself being on Luffy's side, no matter what. Like, there's never a point where I'm like, oh, I hope Luffy doesn't make it. Like that that just doesn't ever the stretchy bastard. The stretchy bastard. And he's always coming up with new ways to uh, do his thing. I read a uh, stretching um, his heart right into our lives. That son of a bitch. Um, I did read a uh, uh, like a snippet from an interview with Oda, and he was saying how he like. I think the question was something of like, or do you get tired when people um, draw Luffy doing you know do you get people tired when people draw Luffy doing his powers or anything like that? It was kind of a weird question, and maybe it was just a mistranslated question, but the answer, I feel like, is legitimate, which is Oda saying, like, I genuinely forget all the things Luffy can do, so I appreciate the fans reminding me of what (laughs) he can do. Um And it's very, I mean, that's pretty accurate because your whole body's made of rubber. There's a lot of things you can't do. (laughs) Or there's not a lot of things you can't do if your whole body's made of rubber. I mean, um, twisting Krieg up, uh, you know, twisting his legs up and then grabbing him by the head with his feet and spinning him around. Gum gum gavel. Slamming him into the ship. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, the gavel was dope. Fucking wild. And then then he hit him with a fishnet. Yeah. Yeah, then he hit, uh, then he... Didn't he hit gum gum uh, ax or guillotine on the sh- on the Baratie ship itself to give Krieg less room to board?
1: I think it was battle axe. Yeah, yeah, battle axe. Yeah. That's what it was. Um, yeah, battle
0: axe was fun. Yeah, it, it's it's so f- I, I just love seeing the inventiveness of uh, Oda, i.e., Luffy. You know, through Luffy showing off the creativity of it, and it makes sense. Like, you know, it, I would forget too. You know, <laughs> after so long. You know, we're over a thousand chapters in this manga. Or the manga is over a thousand chapters. We're not we're not. We're, we're not. F- <laughs> we're not. We're not even it. a tenth of the way through yet. Not yet. We will be. We will be. Yeah, um, very soon. Very soon. So, uh real quick, like I said, we, we got introduced to a lot. Um, Sanji uh, was introduced, who is uh, one of my favorite straw hats, um, just because of his character like his power hey, he doesn't really have power he doesn't have any powers we saw that but he's strong like kind of weirdly strong compared to everybody else that he worked with and you're kind of like huh, how did he how did that happen um it's never explained i don't think of why he's so strong he's, ten- he's tenacious as all hell he survived uh starvation for 80 uh, days for 80 days which is i mean not depending on who you ask these natural medicine people seem to think that's possible.
1: Uh, <laughs> granted yeah, he I'm did so have sure. he had five days of full rations which you could stretch out into like two weeks and he had fresh water so no matter which way you look at it he went over
0: 50 days without food like no matter how far you stretch that shit it, it, you went over
1: 50 days with no food he's basically super jesus <laughs> if you think about
0: it yeah and it just makes what uh, uh, chef uh, Zef <laughs> his, uh, the head chef Zef did Even more impressive, who gave Sanji? He gave Sanji all the food and kept only the treasure, and resorted to eating his own leg out of survival. Which is like, how many days do you think he waited? You know, if they were stranded for eighty days, how long would it take you guys?
2: I honestly don't think I have the constitution to be able to do that. I mean, maybe, but like, I don't think I have it in me. You would starve to death before you ate your own limb. I can't say. I haven't starved to death recently.
1: I think after like two weeks, you would have to start doing something, right?
0: If you're planning to survive, yeah, you have to do something. Well, but if if you're like John and are just going to accept a slow death, then. I
3: I mean, I'm actually going to side with John here, though, because I I know for a fact if you wait long enough and then you try to eat your own limb, you've lost the fat that you need to survive. So what's the. You kind of just. Mm. hasten your death
0: you're just eating skin
2: but it yeah exactly and it, like i didn't even think about that but if you eat it too early then you don't have enough to to sustain yep like you know,
0: it's I, a perfect I, I like know. a true chef zeph knew exactly the right time
3: to procure <laughs> <it>. <laughs> while we're on the topic of Zef, though i i really like how this shows um Red Shoe Zeph coming back from the Grand Line holds a lot of weight. And they, they literally, like, they really drive it home that the Grand Line is an awful place. And
0: Yeah, it's the whole reason Krieg is at the restaurant, too. They're, they're coming back from the Grand Line yeah. decimated.
3: Yeah, so, yeah, I, I do like how much weight that held.
0: Yes. Yeah, I agree. And actually, I'm glad you brought it up because Creed coming back from the Grand Line completely destroyed. And you're thinking like, wow, he had an armada. And, you know, even someone without any military knowledge at all can imagine an armada is like a big deal. Like that's a lot of people under your command, right? That's a, a lot. Basically, it's an army. Basically, it's an army at sea. Um, so you're like, wow, his armada got destroyed in the Grand Line. I wonder how that happened. And then all of a sudden, we get introduced to another one of my most favorite characters in the entire series, uh, Dracul Mihawk. Hawkeye Mihawk uh, comes sailing up in a in like a canoe, <laughs> and just standing there. And they're like, "Oh my god, it's him!" And you're like, "I wonder, okay, what what's so scary about him?" And they're like, "Yeah, he did he destroyed our Armada single handedly." And you're immediately like, "Oh shit, mm. <laughs> what's this guy's whole deal?" Yeah, and he's uh, just
3: on like some little little raft.
0: Yeah, he's looking like a canoe. <laughs> and, he, and he's holding the sword. His sword is, like, the coolest thing in the world to me. Like, it's a giant cross. Like, the handle and then the, the hilt make it look like a giant cross on his back. So, and it's perfectly stationed right behind his head, so it looks like he has, like, a giant cross. You know, he's, like, Jesus. like Super some kind of Jesus. Jesus. Yeah, some kind of religious figure. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know if that was intentional but like just the design of his sword is so cool um if you look up the Dracul Mihawk like wiki under powers it just names his sword <laughs> it just it's his sword is his power uh, the greatest swordsman in the world Zoro's ambition is to beat him um and after seeing what he does to the Don Creek Pirates you're kind of like wow how's anyone gonna beat him well Zoro tries god love him <laughs> And it doesn't go too well for him. No, nah, he gets mollywhopped pretty hard. But in, in, so <laughs>
2: Like my, super hard, yeah. My my biggest thing was and I'm always gonna kinda read into things a little bit too much, but like at first I was thinking like it, when they talked about uh his sword and like what he did with all the ships, I was like, Alright, so he's a swordman that has a big sword, that's about it. Yeah, um, and, and I was like, that doesn't really make a great swordsman, So then, but then he, like, it's not the sword, and I, from my point of view, like, it's not the sword, like, the sword is a big weapon, but, like, he defended himself with, what was it, like, a little dagger, just yeah, a his, knife?
0: his necklace was a little dagger, and he just pulled it out of the hilt and started fucking around with Zoro. <laughs> it was yeah. just like, I'm not gonna use the big boy on you yet, I'm gonna see what you can do. Yeah,
2: which foreshadows something probably way on in the future. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, he was able to do that with just his little dagger. He was able to defend his own and then put Zoro into the ground several times. Um, Yeah, and and I I thought that a lot of the fights throughout the rest of the arc uh, were a lot, a lot of fun. But I'm finding myself increasingly attached to Zoro and uh i'm really enjoying those fights but I-, I thought that one was the most fun to watch like because for a moment i actually thought that zoro was gonna do the shonen protag type of thing where he somehow overcomes this ridiculous
0: power gap but i thought yeah. it was good that he, he believes did. in himself hard enough that he wins against an enemy that he
3: clearly
1: Through the no power of friendship beat.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, the power of friendship, the power of believing in yourself, but no, you got fucked.
3: And it's just another thing that shows that the Grand Line is crazy because like even even his little shonen powers had no chance against Grand Line.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Mihawk came from the Grand Line to chase down the Creek Pirates. That just is like what in the world is happening? And uh, and
2: why? Just for fun? Well, like I mean <laughs>
0: Yeah, did they did they talk about the station that Dracul Mihawk holds? Did they give him Did, did was that was that brought up at all? If they did, I don't remember. I don't, I don't remember know if anybody else us. Does the word seven warlords of the sea mean anything to you guys? Uh, I it, mean, it
2: sounds very uh, like a thing that would exist, so I'm not, <laughs> I'm not okay. I don't well, know if it's I, if I remember it or not. I, I can't I re-
1: believe that gets explored a little bit in the neck following chapters.
0: Okay. Well, I already said it, so I might as well just explain it. There is a faction called the Seven Warlords of the Sea, of which Dracul Mihawk is one, um, one of seven. So, and the power will make more sense a little bit later on uh, as to like the station that me- like what that means. Uh, but just know he's he's one of the warlords of the sea. He's not to be like fucked with. Like that, that, that title is supposed to mean like you're not allowed to fuck with me because I can murder you <laughs> in is, an instant.
1: Is that like the Elite Four in Pokemon? It's if the <laughs> Elite Four
0: were the Elite Seven, and they also had um, Cynthia's Garchomp.
1: Oh no! <laughs>
0: <laughs> All seven of them had a Garchomp like that. Oh, but, oh no. fuck, dude! Uh, yeah, I can. Play, I can. If cut. you play Diamond and Pearl, that that reference makes sense.
2: I can see this going in a very very specific direction. We got the seven warlords of the sea and then we got the 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 three gods of the waves and then we got the the single, well, I don't know, maybe the, the king ghost, of the pirates, the, the ghost of Roger or whatever. And then the nine-tailed know. fox yeah, then 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 the nine-tailed Fox shows up, and then they're like, we gotta take this battle to the seas of the moon.
1: <laughs> no, wait, no wait. That's, the, no, wait. The Sea of Tranquility, <laughs> One Piece <laughs> <laughs> edition. The real sea was within you all along. That was funny. <laughs> Sailor Moon, uh, One Piece crossover?
0: Oh, no. Oh, no. I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't I want it. I guarantee you it exists. Yeah, probably. It's gotta probably. So, uh, yeah, Dracula comes in and absolutely decimates the rest of the creek pirates, and, you know, those poor guys, they're only, they just made the wrong decision of who to follow. Um,
1: rewinding a little
0: bit, though, how Luffy and the crew even come across a variety, I don't think they were actively seeking it. Well, they were seeking food, and they came across this. Um, they don't go there with the intention of Luffy saying, like, I'm gonna hire a cook. They mentioned that they needed a cook, but they didn't Go into the restaurant and go. I'm here to find a cook. It just kind of all was happenstance. Luffy doesn't even decide he wants Sanji to join his crew until after Sanji. Um, I think it was after he saved Jin or Gin or whatever. G I N. Um,
1: I believe you're right. I just yeah. I said
0: Jin in my mind, but I don't know. Jin. I'm gonna stick with Jin because it's spelled Jin. G I N. Yeah, me too. So anyway, and I yeah, like he, that. He doesn't even decide that he wants Sanji on his crew until he sees that. Like, at first he thinks Sanji's a dick. Like, he's like, this guy's an asshole. And and Usopp and Zoro agree because, I don't know if you remember the scene where they're all sitting at the table. And then Sanji comes over and is like, to Nami, he's like, and what can I get you to drink? And we have all this great wine and everything. And Zoro and Usopp are like, oh, yeah, we'll take this. And he's like, I wasn't talking to you.
2: (laughs) That's funny because I actually had that exact panel up just a moment ago. Yeah.
0: I love, and that's probably one of my favorite things about Sanji is that he is, like, way sexist against men. Like, he hates men. Like, you ever see those ads for dogs that are like, needs a good home but doesn't like men? That's Sanji. He needs a good (laughs) home and he doesn't like men. That's (laughs) That's my chihuahua. Yeah, it's le- I think it's less that he hates men and more that he loves women so much that men are second-class citizens. Which, you know, good for him. He's a very progressive character for a 2000 manga. You
1: know who Sanji reminds me of, circling back to Pokemon, is Brock.
0: Yeah, he could be considered the Brock of, of One Piece. Just a little, okay. bit. A little bit. The only Sanji... difference is Brock still treated Ash like a human being. Yeah, Sanji yeah, yeah. Sanji does yeah. not treat other men like humans when women are around. <laughs>
2: Sanji is way cooler than Brock, and I don't appreciate you saying that. Fight me
1: about it, then.
0: (laughs) Look, Sanji smokes cigarettes. Brock never smoked a cigarette, alright? Brock wants to be cool, he needs to start smoking cigarettes.
3: I was going to say, but if he did smoke (laughs) cigarettes...
0: But if he did... Then then he wouldn't be cool. (laughs) (laughs) safe.
2: Smoking is Can bad. You say from that time, that one time we you, read manga, cool. smoking is
1: cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. you tell your friends. Absolutely not. It's no,
0: no. Look, it's bad for you, but it does make you look kind of cool.
1: Oh no! <laughs>
3: uh, just four kids replace it with a lollipop.
0: <laughs> yeah, four kids did replace it with a lollipop, um, which was very funny because it looked very unnatural and. Looking back on those episodes, you can kind of tell where the editors would like miss it because his, his cigarette's always smoking. Yep. So every once in a while in the four kids episodes, you would see just like a waft of smoke come off of his cigarette. <laughs> like, wait a minute. <laughs> That's
2: not right. He, yeah, he, wait may, wait. Be on, he may be on to something, though. Have any of you ever tried
0: melting a lollipop? Uh no, I don't want pure sugar hardening in my stomach.
1: Well yeah, there's this one time I took one and I melted it down in a spoon and put it He took one. <laughs> don't don't say what you're about to
0: say. <laughs> <laughs> I know as soon as you said spoon, you stop right there.
1: <laughs> no. And then I put it in my mouth.
2: Uh, it's been a while since I took a lollipop. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I wanna circle back to gin. Because I thought he was actually a really interesting character uh, in that he was a very minor character, but still had surprising character development.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, for a secondary character who, I mean, I can't even remember, but I'm going to assume we never see him again. I genuinely don't know if we ever do or not. Um, I can't remember everything, but (laughs) I'm going to assume we never do. He had a very strong character arc through all of this.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what I was that's what I'm saying was like when he uh he was going through the whole change of heart basically yeah. against, against Krieg. Mm. Th- that was that was surprising to me. I did you like know, that. Speak- that was pretty it, it, intense. Yeah, it seems like a lot of the secondary characters so far, up until him, have just been pretty black and white. Like they're either a good good guy or a bad guy and, and the fact that he tiptoed along a grey area. Was was interesting and fun.
0: I, I think this arc benefited from a character like Jin in it, just to show that um, I, it was it was it was kind of a you know it was to show a how desperate like starving out at sea can make you right. It's so desperate that while everyone else is kicking you and beating you down, you don't care. You'll do anything just for a bite to eat. Then once you do get it, like. He he tries to say a couple of times like this doesn't change anything. I'm still Don Krieg's first in command or second in command or whatever. But then when it like push comes to shove, he does everything in his power to save Sanji and uh, defy Don Krieg. But and then at the end of it all, still leaves with Krieg after Luffy beats him up. I mean, it's just a very complex character. Jin is more complex, I think, than he has any right to be. Yeah, <laughs> As a secondary character.
1: I, I agree with which I liked a lot.
0: Yeah, no, I, I do agree. I think I think that was a very necessary character in this arc.
2: Yeah, I, I think it's great for the development, like, especially when it comes to bad guys that we'll probably see in the future again. Um, but and I kind of mentioned on it last time we talked about One Piece, but like. I appreciated that it wasn't this, you know, cookie cutter, like, the bad guy has a change of heart type of thing. Like, the bad guy is still the bad guy because he's a piece of shit. Like, yeah. Yeah, he, he's just a bad dude. Yeah, but like, somebody significant enough had a change of heart, and maybe that'll pay off in the future. I mean, yeah. I have this feeling that Don Krieg is no longer in charge of his pirate
0: crew. I think it's Jin, but I don't know. Well, it makes sense because of all the shit Krieg did. And that's the thing. So we had two characters both get saved, quote unquote, by Santi from started, from starvation. First of all, the rest of his crew never ended up getting their food. They said they needed food for the whole crew. He never fed any of them. <laughs> I don't think. The rest of the crew is just starving uh, while Krieg and Jin get all the food and, and then Krieg starts a fight before he can feed everybody. Um, And that's the thing, though. Jin has a change of heart and is, like, upset that Krieg didn't have a change of heart. Like, hey, these guys saved us. And Krieg, you know, being the military man that he is, is like, hey, look, why, you know, beg these guys to help us when I could just kill them all, take their food, and we'll be fine. Use this ship to go back to the Grand Line. We have all the food we want. Uh, Krieg does not have a change of heart. And I think that was also very interesting that, like John said, someone significant enough like Jin. Who's not the main antagonist, but like a henchman of the main antagonist, had a change of heart. But the main antagonist did not pull a Shonen. Oh, you guys were right all along. I'm a douchebag. Like the Greek was. No, I'm gonna fucking kill all of you. Um, pretty easily. I mean, like as soon as he got energy in his system, he was like, "Yep, all right, I'm gonna kill everybody here."
1: I I love the the running theme of henchmen just kind of sitting back and watching battles, and it'll be they'll be from both sides. Of, of the conflict, so the, there was like all the cooks on one side in the water, and then there was all Don Krieg's henchmen in the water. They like kept putting their gas masks on whenever the the gas stuff got used, or, or or all the cooks would dive underwater, and they're just like on opposite sides, basically spectating the fight. Right, <laughs> that's like the whole so time, funny.
0: The whole time they could be fighting each other, but they're all all of them are way too engrossed <laughs> in what the hell is happening. They're yeah, um,
1: they're watching. Watch-
0: watching these gods fight that was one of the panels i was
3: thinking with like how luffy starts to make his comeback fighting don krieg both sides were just yelling i like all the crew it's so funny to me i agree Mm -hmm.
1: yeah
2: Yeah. it, it wasn't exactly the best use of tactics because i mean i feel all the uh side side liners could have done a lot more to affect the battle um on both sides of the spectrum, but, I mean, you know what? You can't really tell a s- story with 800 people doing something at the same time, I guess.
1: Right. That's true. It, it does add a little bit of comic relief to the pretty serious battles, though.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, I, just imagine, I don't know, when you you think about real time, um, like, real time watching this fight unfold, like... They had to be treading water for quite a while.
1: Yeah, I, I, I didn't consider that, but you're right. <laughs>
0: oh goodness gracious! Yeah, it was a, uh, it was a, it was kind of a wild fight. Luffy um, Luffy holds zone though. Um, I, my main question coming into this was: Can Luffy handle an opponent who is experienced the Grand Line? And I found my answer being yes, but two things. There's two There's two pretty big, like, objections to this. One, it was really tough. I mean, like, this was the toughest fight I think Luffy's been in yet. Um, actually, I know for a fact it is. Like, uh, yeah, Krieg, Krieg is definitely the toughest opponent he's had. But two, Krieg is not a grand line opponent. He is a grand line dropout. Like, he made it to the Grand Line. He got there, which is easy to do. You just have to know where it is and go there. But he couldn't survive in the Grand Line. And I think that kind of demotes Krieg. Not that he's not a tough fight, but, you know, everyone's like, oh, yeah, Luffy can handle the Grand Line because he beat up Krieg. I'm like, but Krieg couldn't handle the Grand Line. So that doesn't prove anything because Luffy couldn't beat... Zoro couldn't beat Mihawk. So, I mean... If guys like Mihawk are running around at the Grand Line and, and chasing off armadas, they are not ready for this. They are nowhere close. <laughs> yeah, and it, if you consider, like,
2: Krieg wasn't at the level that he was at the Grand Line. Like, him himself, like, yeah, I'm sure he was at that level. But, like, think about it. If his 50-ship armada was the opponent during this arc, like... It stands to reason that, you know, Luffy's crew would have been annihilated at that point. So, like, if we're talking that, like, that even furthers your point to, like, how able are they to actually handle the Grand Line? And at this this state, like, it's clearly shown that, like, no, they're not ready yet. And luckily for us, we know that there's a whole bunch of chapters left. (laughs)
3: <laughs> right, for, yeah, for, if there was
0: a true cliffhanger of like, oh my god, are they really going to make it to the Grand Line and they're not ready? Like, no, clearly not. Um, <laughs> but it's... um, uh, uh, it, it was just interesting, because at first, you know, for the longest time, I was like, oh yeah, this is where Luffy proves that he can handle himself. But then I realized, no, he can't. Well, I mean, he can handle himself, but probably not to the scope that the Grand Line introduces because... Krieg was a Grand Line dropout. That's the end of that story. Um, and though my, good. Okay. no, okay. go ahead. Uh, so my biggest curiosity
2: right now, um, well, I don't know if it's my biggest, but uh, a pretty big one um, is how they bridge that gap. Is it more people, or is there like some sort of like training that goes in into it, or is it just a matter of like, yeah, it'll buff. Like where where does that go from here? And that's my curiosity.
0: Yeah, I I think in an attempt to answer that, cur- address that curiosity, I should say it's it's not any training that we see. We will never see an arc or even a chapter dedicated to like Luffy going. Oh, I can't beat this guy. Hold on, I have to go train for an hour, and then I'll be back to beat you up. <laughs>
1: like, we're never going to yeah. see that. Um, Goku vibes. But it was
0: yeah yeah exactly very very Goku esque um, uh, activity going on there but what what we're gonna see though is progressively tougher and tougher fights like we have been seeing but it's not that each fight has been leaps and bounds ahead of the other it's been just more difficult enough to be like okay I beat up you know buggy. Uh, relatively easily when you compare it to the fight with Krieg. You know what I mean? Or or even Koro. Yeah. Like, he beat up Buggy pretty easily compared to how the fight with Koro went. Then the fight with Koro was actually pretty easy compared to how the fight with Krieg went. And in about you know 50 chapters or whatever, however long it takes, the next enemy is going to be like, wow, the Krieg fight was nothing compared to how this guy fights. <laughs> but it's going to be the next big fight. And I think instead of showing training arcs and training montages, we're going to get just slightly progressively more tough fights as we go.
3: We definitely got the canonical the canonical uh, uh, basically we were told by Chef Zeff, like hey, this guy's going to make it. And it was, it was pretty pounded in that like, he'll be able to do it. It's just he's got to face some, like you said he's going to face some little tougher opponents first. Yeah,
0: exactly, Zeph, who by all accounts was a success in the Grand Line, at least you know, getting there and looting and all this stuff. Back in his day, now it could be very different nowadays. But yeah, he he gives Luffy basically the nod of approval and Sanji the nod of approval. Which, um, yeah, it, 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 yeah, I agree with you, Nate. It, we know we know they're gonna get there, but we have to see some struggle. It's gonna be a struggle. No matter what.
1: Right. And that brings up two thoughts in my mind. The first one being that it seems like Luffy is very aware that he can't do it by himself. And that's why he's building his crew. And as he builds his crew, he's trying to leverage their abilities to make him more successful as captain. And achieve his goal to go to the Grand Line, which I'm sure eventually we will get there. So many chapters. We have to at some point. (laughs) Could you imagine if we spent a thousand chapters just in the East Blue? (laughs) That would be (laughs) something else. And the second thing being that it seems like Luffy is just very adaptable in battle. He'll he'll just come up with shit on the fly. As long as it works, that's really all that matters. Oh, yeah. There is no Code of Honor fighting with Luffy. I mean, you
0: guys, they're pirates, so... It's anything goes, literally. There is no rules, or Luffy doesn't have a code of like, no, I can't use that, it's it's against my code, I can't kill him, oh no. Luffy doesn't give a fuck. If you stand in his way, or hurt his friends, you're done. Like, Luffy will do everything in his power to kill you. Has
1: Luffy killed anybody yet? No. I didn't think so.
0: No. But it's hard to imagine Koro isn't dead. Um, from the brain damage um, that the gum-gum concussion gave him. (laughs) That's
1: that's very true.
0: Like, he didn't die on screen, but that motherfucker, he (laughs) rang his bell
3: hard.
2: (laughs) Yeah, but I I think, you know, I I think it's, he's, I don't know if he'll make another appearance in the future, but I, I think that there has been a notable... Uh, artist effort to make sure that nobody has died by Luffy's hands, and I don't know if that's going to continue, um, but I, I think that it's been deliberate enough that yeah. nobody has actually died from well, Luffy.
0: And keep in mind, too, like this is a publication made in a, like, a weekly public magazine, so they can't have their... And maybe I'm wrong, but like this is... Definitely coming out in the era of like, we can't have our good guys killing people. That's insane. You can beat them up and send them flying or whatever, but you know, at, at this time, it, you remember these arcs were coming out in like the late 90s, early 2000s. So That's true. That was a time where it's like, yo, we have to make this. It's not a kid's show, it's kind of a kid's show, but um, we can't have our good guys killing people on screen. So any deaths that happen as a result of the protagonist beating someone up can only be inferred to. So, like, again, Koro with his mega concussion. Buggy, who doesn't have a torso. Like, he's not dead. We've seen the artwork of him running around having adventures, but, like, how long is he going to survive? He
1: doesn't have a torso. (laughs) I love the adventures of Buggy. Those are hilarious. There was
3: one of the adventures with Buggy where it (laughs) it was just his torso kicking somebody's ass. Yeah and that, and that was it. Oh man. Yeah,
0: Buggy's a, a fun character.
1: It's it's so nice and refreshing that they're uh they keep that character alive. it's just so ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I do feel like a broken record, I just realized this, like we were thinking about Buggy. I remember during the Buggy episode I said this is one of my favorite characters, and then in this arc alone I have two of my favorite characters. And I feel bad, but I also am like, there's a lot of good characters in this show. (laughs) There's a lot of good characters. And I can't keep my love to just, like, a single favorite. They're all over the place. Um, Which, actually, I did want to pose the question. So far, after this arc, does anyone have any favorite character changes? Nope.
2: (laughs) Still Nami. (laughs)
0: All right. Well, you're a bag of ass. (laughs)
2: <laughs> Alright, but if I had to make it a close second, I guess I would say Zoro, and I don't know if I've said that yet, but, I mean, I, I think that his arc excited me the most in this, like, to see where he's gonna go with this, because, I, I, I mean, I'm a fan of the more, like, gritty, gory type of stuff, and yeah, Luffy is a very gritty individual, but he's also the main protagonist, so, like, I'm less concerned with him winning
0: battles. Yeah. Like, I'm more concerned with Zoro winning battles and, and where know, he goes from here. And you know where Zoro's going to go from here. He promised he's never going to lose again.
1: We'll see. That's a big he promise. Promised. It's a big promise. We'll see he, if he can He's happen. also down to one sword now, isn't he? Because um, cause he lost the two on uh the two swords in his battle with... What's his face? The bird guy. Ah.
2: So maybe he has to beat somebody to, uh...
1: Yeah, yeah, I
0: think I remember that. Um I remember he lost his swords back when they were picking up Usopp.
1: Maybe it was that. I don't remember. I know he's just down to one sword now, though. Pretty sure. I don't think so. Uh, we'll figure it out. Mihawk is not picking
0: it. Did Mihawk break his other swords?
2: That's what I, I thought. I don't
1: remember. I wrote it down. I'll look maybe at, I'm wrong.
2: I'll look it up as we're answering this question. Well, either way... Um
3: I think Navy, I still huh? like Luffy. I mean, I know it's so easy to do that, but the, those are the those are the fights that I'm just like I'm having a lot of fun with this. The one yeah. one notable time during the battle was, um, I really did think that Luffy was just out for the count for a moment after he did his first gum gum bazooka. And then I'm like, oh, he's fallen, he can't possibly, nope, here comes another gum gum bazooka. (laughs) 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 He's just falling down, like, looks like he's definitely out. And then he does, after that, the gum gum gavel. (laughs) I'm like, man, this is, I I just keep, I keep turning the page, because I just want to know how he's going to do next. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's an exciting character. I, I'm not going to fault you at all um, for picking the protagonist as a character you enjoy. Like that's that's the guy we're all supposed to be rooting for. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. And again, he's an entertaining one. He's not that he's not a generic character by any means. At least I don't think so. Uh,
2: I think that's really fair. Um, and obviously, like we kind of game in the game, but like the understanding that Luffy's probably not going to die at some point, but I think there is tension uh, when it comes to, like, if, Lucy, if Luffy goes down for the count, like, because at that point, who takes over? I'm sure at some point, Luffy's not going to be the one that saves the day. Um, and I Obviously, Usopp. There's some, you ra- saw. There,
0: there's some yeah. gravity. Yeah, <laughs> Usopp. No, yeah. I, I would rather not. <laughs> yeah me too oof oof I know Big no oof. that's not fair I do I do enjoy Usopp more but um, as far as leading a crew goes I would not trust Usopp to do it it would go Zoro then well based on who we have now it would go Zoro, Usopp then Sanji, because that's just the order they've joined <laughs> the dynamic isn't exactly set yet there's a little bit too much going on uh really worry about that kind of stuff right now Zoro got his chest slashed open pretty bad um, Nami takes off with the ship Sanji's still reeling from like leaving his father figure who saved his life and Usopp is Usopp. he has, Usopp a, slingshot. Is
1: Usopp.
0: He has a slingshot I mean <laughs> and then the two bounty, bo- bounty bros are there and I just don't care about them talk about secondary characters that don't need an arc ever
1: I I didn't answer your question. I like I like a lot. I'm sorry. Yeah, Um, I think he's a cool character. I like that he says crap, whatever. (laughs)
0: Yeah, crap, old man.
1: Crap, old man. (laughs) Crap, chef. Crap, whatever. (laughs) I think that's pretty funny, and his his character design is pretty cool. And I like it that he just like kicks the shit out of people because you know the chefs don't want to damage their hands, otherwise they can't cook.
0: That was one of my favorite things about Sanji was that he never fights with his hands because if he hurts his hands, then he can't cook. And I'm like, that is one of those details that when you first see it, you're kind of like, yeah, you know, okay. okay. <laughs> but at some point, the artist, Oda, is going to draw him using his hands. Yeah, and it's going to um,
1: be like, oh, we use his hands. It's a big deal now.
0: Yeah, exactly. But at, at so far, no hands. Hands in pocket more than anything.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Which I respect. Hands in pockets are cool.
0: Hands in pockets are cool. You smoke and you put your hands in your pockets and you wear a suit all He's, the time. he's
1: basically a Lance Corporal.
0: Dude, he's cool as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that makes him cool as fuck. Oh, boy. I, we're kind of jumping all over the arcs, but I like doing the episodes this way. Like, I, I I realized early on I didn't like just going through, like, and then this happened. What do you think? And then this happened. What do you think? So I like that we're jumping around and just getting our ideas out there. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to I want go back to Krieg here for a second. Um, they say in the manga he's an admiral, meaning he leads an armada. Not that he's a navy admiral, but that he is in charge of an armada of over 50 ships. But we never really see that scope. So are the rest of his ships destroyed and his crew dead? Or are they waiting for him? Or this is something that occurred to me. Is he lying? Like, Ooh. he has the reputation. Clearly he has the reputation of being this ruthless leader who's a war-loving or a warmonger or whatever. But, like, we never actually see all of his armada. And Again, it would be impractical to draw them all. It's easier to say that they're either killed or waiting. But part of my brain, for some reason, was just like, dude, what if, what if he doesn't have an armada? That's why he got so fucked up in the Grand Line is because... He just went, he let his reputation precede him into the Grand Line, and that's why Mihawk's even mad at him, to humble him, you know? Right. Um, I don't know, I just, I wouldn't put it past him, though. Like, this this dude is a dick. By all accounts, Don Krieg is a dick.
1: (laughs) You know, your statement actually gives me some thought into the fact that we haven't really seen a proper naval battle yet. Everything has pretty much been on land or kind of, like, Platforms on the water that simulate land battles, and yeah, I'm really hoping that we get some ship on ship action at some point.
2: That's yeah. a really interesting thought. There, I haven't actually even considered a proper naval battle. Yeah, in all of this.
0: <laughs> it's funny because uh, till he said it, neither have I. Because, like, when we saw the well, American... there we go. Spoiler Oh, great, <laughs> what are you <we> talking about? <laughs> <laughs>
3: um.
0: No, it just never dawned on me that like, oh yeah, they could be doing that. But then I think about it again and looking, remembering what the Mary looks like, I didn't see any cannons on the Mary.
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure it has cannons.
0: Does it? I again, I genuinely don't know. Um, I'm gonna look it up. I yeah,
3: mean, I, I, maybe yeah, he'll just right, bounce even... back the buggy ball. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's the
0: thing too. Like, yeah, cannons can still be shot at him. It, Luffy is a cannon
3: <laughs> of his <laughs> own
0: right. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Don Krieg is... But, again, Don Krieg's such a dick. It wouldn't put... I wouldn't put it past him to just be, like, inflating his own numbers and, you know, again, letting his reputation do all the talking for him. I could be wrong. Like, I could just be reading too far into it. But now, ever since John pointed out that, like... You know, Captain Morgan and Kuro and all of them were connected. Now I'm just like trying to read between the lines on everything. Hey, hey. Yeah. All right, yeah, so got, it
1: definitely has at least one cannon that sticks straight out of the bow.
0: Oh, that's useful. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Well, if they're ever I chasing mean, it, something. Yeah, it,
2: it kind of does Wait make a minute. sense.
0: Oh my god, I'm such a fucking idiot. That's how Luffy gets in trouble with the Baratie at all. Is he's yeah. doing canon practice with Lusop. He
1: shoots it at the rock. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm an idiot. I forgot all about that. I forgot all about that. Yeah, he was doing canon practice with Usopp, and he hit the fucking Baratie. Exactly. Oh, Jesus. Okay, I'm tired, guys. It's been... It's been a hell of a week uh, since reading this, so I, forgive me. I let us all stray.
3: Yeah, I'm that kind of I, I actually that completely... Uh, I forgot about that too. That's why he has yeah. to work it. Um, yeah,
0: that's that's what I mean. They accidentally find Barathe. He doesn't go there looking for anything. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs>
0: mm. But they Just were a, hungry, so... I mean, they were hungry, so but funny. they're always hungry. You, you'll, Luffy's very one-track, like super hungry though if memory recalls that little like character thing where it's like every other moment Luffy's just asking for food i think that actually starts to quell a little bit now that sanji's on board because it's whenever luffy's hungry sanji makes something um so it's less you know we're gonna get less luffy just complaining that he's hungry all the time which early readings i have to admit sometimes i was like yeah dude we get it you're You're funny. You're hungry. Who cares? I just
3: realized something. Is he always hungry because his stomach's made out of rubber and he can't feel full? Mm. Mmm.
1: Yes.
0: Whoa. (laughs) We're Um, getting. I'm pretty sure. Yes. Oh,
1: that's crazy. It makes sense, though.
0: It makes (laughs) it makes all the sense in the world. There are moments uh, that I don't think these are spoilers. That Luffy will you will see Luffy eating. To the point where he gets you know when he blows himself up the uh, bounce back stuff?
1: Like yeah. gum gum he balloon get, or whatever.
0: Yeah, he gets that big just from eating. Wow. Like you will see that happen. <laughs> it's very disturbing. But yeah, his everything's made of rubber, so yeah, his stomach is just ever expanding. It's a good thing and he has organs, a rubber anus.
3: Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I didn't need to hear that today.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: very convenient poops. Yeah, Rubber colon, everything. Uh, but that's the thing. Well, All his organs goodness. are made of rubber, so the fact that his stomach is ever expanding is not really a problem for him.
2: Which brings me back to something I wanted to mention earlier, and then we kind of moved on. Um, but this is one criticism that I might have. Um, so if Woofy's body is entirely made of rubber theoretically all right i get that Not he can theoretically get cut. it literally is that furthers my point um so i i get that he can get cut uh rubber can get cut makes sense um but why is it possible for him to get trapped in things like he got trapped in that little bird cage or i don't know like prisoner cell thing the one time, and then he got trapped in the uh, in the fish net. Now, although he did turn that into an attack by getting his foot out, but why can he not just I don't know rubberize his way out of something?
0: So the way I look at it is, he's not like Mister Fantastic made of rubber. Mister Fantastic always felt more like a liquidy type of rubber. Okay, Luffy, in my opinion, is like solid rubber, like a rubber band. So. I don't know. I, I mean, it's a good point. Uh, I'm not going to discredit it, because um, admittedly, I I have no idea. But I have I can say I'd never see Luffy, like, stretch himself through things. Like, he... Because he still has all his pain sensors, remember, too. So, yeah, he's made of rubber. Um, well, that doesn't make much sense either, because he, he gets hurt all the time, that, and he's like, I didn't feel it. So, maybe it's not that...
3: To me, I've never seen him make his rubber, like, when he stretches, it's never been smaller. It's always expanding. So, I, I think he can't escape these things, because he can't, like, shrink any.
0: Yeah, he can't change his size. Mm. Which, I
2: mean, I guess we're just kind of, I mean, I guess I'm looking a little too far into it, but, I mean, that's kind of how rubber works. You stretch yeah. it, it shrinks. In yeah. as far as, like, you know, the the workable area goes it does the same thing with a rubber band but that's not a harsh criticism i just think it's humorous because um, i mean if you can do all these things but I also like i have noticed at least so far that he only ever stretches his appendages like that's he never to he, illustrate I, I i guess so yeah i don't know maybe he expands his torso at some point. But, I mean, he never, like, expands his head or anything. That'd be weird for the brain. I was gonna say, yeah, he never
0: grabs the top of his head, but he does stretch his neck when he headbutts Kuro. Um, okay.
2: Yeah, I, I don't know. That's just a thought. I mean, you know, uh, yeah, I guess I think that would make him a little bit too overpowered.
0: I, I was gonna say, there has to be some kind of limitation, because, yeah, rubber's a great you know, power for a protagonist to have, but you have to incorporate some kind of limitations to it. Otherwise, there's even less conflict than what we're seeing. Like <laughs> every once in a while, every it, it doesn't feel like there's a ton of conflict, and then you know, a, a limitation is introduced, and we're like, oh, there's the conflict. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's it's just a matter of like you have to understand that he can't be all powerful. He can't do everything. Um, not yet not yet not yet yeah <laughs> but I, I think nate's right like we see him stretch but his arm doesn't get smaller when he stretches it stays yeah. the exact same size um you know the only time he we see him change his size is when he does the gum gum balloon thing and he buffs and you know he inhales so much air because his lungs are made of rubber too so he can infinitely inhale Um, Yeah, and to that, I haven't seen him
3: collapse either. Like, if he's, like, ducking from something, I've never seen him, like, rubberize his neck into his chest.
1: Oh, that would be funny. Yeah, he never turtles. (laughs) that would be a funny
0: scene. And I think the thing is, too, he still has bones. Like, yeah, they're made of rubber, but they're still there. He has a skeletal structure. Um, Whereas, like, Mr. Fantastic being made of rubber... From the Fantastic Four, he, like I said, he's always felt more of like a fluid, liquidy type of rubber where he could just do whatever.
1: Yeah, more uh, of like a non Newtonian fluid that actually kind of follows some laws of physics. Whereas. I like, was
2: wondering when the engineer would come into this. Luffy
1: <laughs> doesn't really follow Poisson's ratio or any really real mechanical properties. Nerd! I'm <laughs> no, just kidding. Ah, <laughs> uh, finally the engineer shows up. That's my All spiel. Right. That's my spiel. I'm done.
0: Well, the problem is, I don't know what any of that means, so explain
1: yourself. Uh, So, uh, (laughs) Poisson's ratio is basically... Keep it in English. Keep it in English. It's a unitless measurement of the deformation of an object uh, between the the axial and the lateral (laughs) transformation. All right. (laughs) i lost. And, anyways, <laughs> Luffy also kind of strikes me as the type of person that if he gets captured, he's just going to stay where he is because of honor or whatever. Because he's like, okay, well, I lost, so here I am. Honestly,
2: I think- he might just be too stupid. I was just saying, I think it's like <laughs> about honor,
1: more of just like,
0: if I sit here, it'll work out. Well, <laughs> I think we determined that is like when he was in the cage and Buggy was going to blow his head off, he was like, really not that worried about it. Like, he was worried, but he was kind of like, I could... I can handle this. Like, yeah. explosions would still hurt rubber. Rubber can be blown up, but um, he was more just like, I had a work out. Everything can he, be blown up. A lot of trust <laughs> in the people around him to get everything. Of situation. Everything can be blown
2: up. That's the American way.
0: Um, <laughs> America! Yeah. So I was, but I was yeah. saving this. <laughs> I was going to say, I was saving this till the end, and we're coming up on time here. Um, Are we? Almost. Nami really, really sucks. I really don't like Nami after this. And everything I've said before it has just been validated. Um, and what what pissed me off even more is that she's sailing away with the ship, the treasure, everything. And then she's like, I'm so sorry. And like she's crying to herself about it. And I have here in my notes, and I'm like, she seems sad, question mark. Another little note, who cares, you still suck. <laughs> that's, that's my feelings of Nami.
3: I want to point out, though, in the beginning when Nami was first introduced, Tim, you literally said, you know what, being older, I think I can respect her more as a character. And now you're back as, I, is, s- ah, I said that, but no, no, I, I, I,
0: I said that without having read this part, and then I read this part, and I went,
3: fuck you. I, I honestly, yeah, I, I was totally... Um, I was duped. I was like, you know what? She's really starting <laughs> to like this crew. And that then was I was like, duped. nope, she's gone.
0: Yep, she's a thief and
3: a, and a yeah.
2: bastard. All things considered, I mean, I don't know what she would have done to help out in this arc. Um, I did, you know, having faith in Nami. Uh, but I, I did think that she they were going to come back and kind of, I don't know, like do something useful um, so it was kind of disappointing to see that that didn't happen but she's a straw hat pirate damn it so uh, she'll be back
0: I sure hope huh? we'll see her again because they have to get the ship back but yeah, you know, we'll see if it's on good terms or not. Nah it'll be good woofy will just forget I don't know I think she's gonna I think she'll try and pull the sad thing but Zoro won't I, if anything Zoro won't let her off the hook Sanji will, though. Well,
1: (laughs) Sanji doesn't
0: have a hook to put her on. Let's put it that way. Uh, (laughs) Oh, my God. Zoro will not let her off the hook. It's actually kind of funny. After this, we really start to see, or even during this, we see how, like, deathly loyal Zoro is to Luffy. Uh, And a lot can be said, like, oh, there hasn't been that many adventures. But you have to remember, like, in between, you know, chapters or sailing you know um they they spend a lot of time together so there's probably been some off-screen growth that we haven't exactly seen between luffy and zoro but like zoro being able to stand up to Mihawk for even a minute just because he's like oh yeah luffy's gonna be king of the pirates and i'm gonna be the you know best swordsman in the world next to him um and then he loses and he's like i'm so ashamed i wouldn't (laughs) he's like i get it if you want to kick me off your crew like that's how just definitely loyal this guy is, so I feel like when they meet Nami, Luffy might be able to forgive her, but Zoro's gonna immediately just be like, nah, dude, that's a bad move.
2: He probably will say that, but I I believe in the power of forgiveness and friendship. So, Nami will be back.
3: I don't know. I don't know. I hope not. I don't
0: know. I hope hope it sinks while she's on it, and they just wound up on a uh, new ship
1: oh i like the merry marigo, <laughs> marigot i like the ship designs in general yeah. especially the uh the, the restaurant it's the giant fish in the bow that's hilarious
0: yes that was very good i did i did enjoy that i'm
1: a big fan of the fish ship
0: the fish ship yeah we'll start our own restaurant we'll shape it like a puffer fish fish yeah, ship
1: Fish chips fish, chip. fish and chips.
0: <laughs> fish and chips. No, we only serve puffer fish and water. I made that abundantly clean.
1: Yeah, oh. and puffer and pufferfish themed cocktails. Yeah, with just
0: all the poison that we didn't cut into the meat before in the cocktail.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> yeah. if,
0: you, if you dilute it with alcohol, which is also poison, <laughs> it should be fine.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah two like, negatives make a positive, right? <laughs> it's like
0: putting sulfuric acid in sulfuric acid. <laughs> just just getting more
1: sulfuric thing. acid.
0: Yeah. Oh boy. So, all right, boys. Hey, what about uh, closing thoughts from? Go
1: around the room, starting with Duncan. Um, I liked the ship design, and I liked the character developments. the The fight scenes were really cool, and I'm curious to see if we're going to get the Mary, the going Mary, back.
0: I was just say that was going to be. A, I'm going to ask a little bit of a question on your final thoughts. What do you hope to see next?
1: Yeah. Yeah, that, basically just that. I want the ship to get back, because I like that you ship. You just want the ship. You to don't get... care who's
0: on it. You just want the ship back. Nah,
1: I don't really give a shit about NAMI or anything. just want the ship back.
0: <laughs> All right. <laughs> John, what you, what, what's your closing thoughts? Closing thoughts, and what do you hope to see happen next? Yeah, sure thing. So, man,
2: um, I, I I really don't want to sound like a broken uh, record over and over again, but like I really enjoyed uh this arc in general in particular i enjoyed the uh character development with uh Jin and the fighting and i know i said that uh i really enjoyed the zoro fight the most but i mean th- there was between luffy and uh don Krieg, like there was never a point where i got bored or thought that it uh, was going too long or anything like there was always some new twist to it, and I really really enjoyed that. Um, I can't really think of any bads on that. But as far as like what I want to see next, um, I think I I agree with Duncan. I do want to see like what happens when they get their ship back. Um, I don't quite think we're at the point where uh, they can make any efforts to go towards the grand line, so I do want to see who the next uh, crewmate is. And I don't know if there are any more, but I want to see who the next one is because, honestly, I can't think of what they need to fill now except a, uh, uh, what was it, a nuclear physicist? Yeah.
3: they have got to
1: have one of those. have got to have one of those. have to. Okay. Well,
0: very good. All right, Nate, closing thoughts and, and what do you hope – to see next
3: uh closing thoughts are i really like how oda's facial expressions have been amazing especially with um chef patty's face was amazing (laughs) all the time oh my god
0: yeah we could have got another
1: hour if we talked about chef patty and the other right (laughs) those two are hilarious carne and patty yeah great names too
3: And I really like the Monster Monster Hunter-esque style that, like, Don Krieg's spear and shield, like, could be, like, modified to be explosive. I'm like, man, this is... I love this. Weapons are fun. Um, Yes. But what I hope to see is... I agree, I just want to see the ship back. I think that's what I'm I'm stuck with. Okay. I just want to see that back.
0: That is fair. That is fair. Um, yeah, and, and my final thoughts would be this this one, this little arc. Uh, definitely, like, like I said, I was so excited that we got introduced to so many things. I may have spoiled the seven warlords of the sea. Uh, I think that's coming up the next couple of chapters. But just all you need to know of them right now is that Dracul Mihawk is one of them, and they're a big deal. So it's going to be fun. Uh, next time when we tackle One Piece, we are going to read uh, two arcs two arcs in one uh, one of them's a full arc and the other one's like a mini arc it would be considered filler if it wasn't in a manga like it's it, it has filler episodes in the anime but because it's a manga it's canon and therefore we have to read it um so we'll be reading the Arlong Park arc which is chapters 69 through 95 nice. yep nice uh and then the Logetown arc I can never pronounce this uh, town. It's L-O-G-U-E, town.
1: Logue you? Sounds like sounds Logue like woke to me. Logue
0: Town? Yeah, the Logue Town arc, which is only five chapters, 96 to 100. So all together we're going to read 69, nice, Nice to uh, nice. 69 to 100. Um, and we'll talk all about it. And there's going to be – I'm so excited for that. That's, that's where shit's really going to start cracking open. Um,
1: I thought it was already open.
0: <laughs> Guys, we're going to hit triple digits by the time we're done with this. We're going to we're gonna be finally done with our first 100 chapters of One Piece. How awesome And is eventually,
2: that? we'll be in quadruple digits. Oh. Someday. <laughs>
0: Someday. Ten,
1: five years from now. Yeah. We'll, keep it, we'll
0: just be excited about triple digits for now. Um, I am excited, though. I'm excited that we're finally going to crack into the 100s, which... Uh, yeah Uh, without going too much further than that it's gonna be fun i
1: mean i'm i'm sold i'm having a great time with one piece
0: that's good
3: i am i'm glad you guys can't wait to see the grand line eventually oh my god someday
0: someday maybe in chapter 2000 i don't think he
3: gets (laughs) oh no don't say that (laughs) i
1: hate that sentence
0: Uh, I had to get to. I had to get one on you. That that'd be great. Um, there's not even that many chapters out. Um, all right. Any last things, gentlemen? Otherwise, I want to close us out. I have one thing.
2: Um, I just wanted everybody to know that as we come nearer to the next uh, presidential election, um, I've received an email just recently about uh donating to a certain campaign which i won't disclose but i have to say that the uh donation intervals are pretty ridiculous they start at 24 dollars, then they go to 47 then 75 100 and 250 i,
0: don't know I can't what that afford that to do with anything
2: i just wanted everybody to know
0: all right well i'm glad you wasted. don't donate to campaigns i'm so glad you wasted the middle of our lives to do that uh all right everyone hey thank you all so much for joining us gentlemen thank you for joining me and continuing this adventure um
1: it's not just one piece it's fun piece
0: it's fun piece hey there it is all right
1: (laughs) go out and vote at your local elections (laughs) stop (laughs) but
0: don't donate (laughs) <laughs> Don't donate. Donate. It's a scam. Voting's <laughs> good enough. Stop donating. All right, everyone. Hey, thank you all so much for joining that one time We Read Manga podcast. We will see you all next time.
1: Bye. Bye, Bye
0: everybody.